really excited to be here again with you. We are on episode 11 of this season. We're reaching the end. And as we reach the end, you know, there's a lot of things that are um, happening right now in the summertime. A lot of people are off on vacation. A lot of people are coming back from vacations. Kids are out of school. There's just so much going on right now. And for me, I can tell you that I've been taking little trips every once in a while, um, pretty short, maybe four or five days here and there, just enjoying the summer, even though it is so, so hot. But I'm just really glad to be back because um, this episode for today is uh, a conference episode, so you're going to probably have a little bit of a different sound value to it just because it was uh, recorded during a conference as a panel, but I'm going to tell you a little bit more about what's going on. So uh, this past Tuesday, July 5th, we had a amazing event for badass women in podcasting. So it was an event that was dedicated to the community in Houston and celebrating the rise and the power of women in the podcast community. Um, and it was just a really great event because I was able to curate, as you all know, I'm Alicia, I'm the co-founder of the Texas Podcaster Gals, which is a community dedicated to connecting and supporting gals in their podcast journey. It is a place for us to go and find different podcasters doing different things, doing all sorts of different topics, creating a, their own communities, creating their own support groups, and developing just friendships. And, and it's a place for us to just have a great um, camaraderie, something that I feel like uh, is really just important in terms of like other women supporting each other, mentoring each other finding each other in, uh, in in this space, which is podcasting, and all of our listeners that are out there, I really want to encourage you to go over to the Instagram account at Texas TX Podcaster Gals, uh, one word, and you will see who's on there, who's a different podcaster in the city of Houston, in the, in the state of Texas, and we actually do have some people from other parts of the country. So go and check it out. Um, it's a really great place. But like I was saying, this uh, event, The Rise of Women in Podcasting, was hosted by Pod Houston, which is a um, an organization here in Houston for podcasters. They also um, was uh, it was also sponsored by Sesh Coworking, which is a amazing community of uh, women that uh, can use the space for 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 workspace for working for being inspired for being productive to to get invigorated by other women around you so sesh co-working was also a sponsor and also ozio media which is run by my friend ozio de bastos and he is also someone who is a huge supporter of local podcasters a huge supporter of women in podcasting. And so when he put this together and he asked me about it, I said, I'm more than happy to jump in and moderate, to jump in and curate a group of, of badass women podcasters. And this panel will go into, you know, what we talked about. This um, episode will give you a little bit of, of what we discussed, some of the questions that were brought up, a lot of really great, great information and amazing nuggets of wisdom from our different um, women out there. And um, you will see that uh, I will talk about Daisy Ayala. She's a creator of Life is Full of Daisies. Uh, Ashley Adams, she has a podcast uh, called the Purple Coffee Podcast, and it's about wellness and falling forward and just developing ourselves mentally, physically, and spiritually. And I also have another person on there. Her name is Brittany Crossan and someone that I just met and I just like have absolutely fallen in love with because she is really high energy, super smart, and just a really, really great person to be around. Like it's a really great energy. Um, she's also a social media star and she has like over 14, maybe closer to 15 million views and counting on her um, dance uh spin bike videos and treadmill and she's a creator of the social sunshine podcast and um, so these ladies and i myself moderated this event um it was just amazing it was a panel that was curated to bring you so much information to bring you topics that women are discussing that women want to know more about and especially if you're a woman who wants to create or develop your own podcast, this is a great episode for you because we really go into different uh, topics. For example, what are the current and future trends of women in podcasting and what are we seeing current and future? Um, as well as what lessons have we learned as a podcaster, like things that we share on this episode 
that uh, have helped us to prepare for the for the, our podcast, the things that our listeners are asking for, how to find ways to keep you all engaged and keeping the topics relevant and topical. So that's another thing that we talk about. We also do advice for women podcasters. We provide you all with one piece of advice that uh, we can impart to you. As we've learned along the way, most of us have been podcasting um, over two years now. And so we we really have a few great, great tips for you all to just listen in for that and take notes. Like if you are, are able to just grab like a notebook and some pencils and just get yourself seated and listen to this podcast and take some notes because you're really going to have a lot of really good beneficial information. And we also talk about the benefits of launching a podcast. And not only do we talk about it in terms of like community and creating conversations and, um, you know, reaching you as you are, you know, different types of women out there, men out there as well. What are some of the benefits? And some people talk about benefits for their business, benefits for their brand, benefits in um, creating groups that are like-minded individuals, speaking to each other in, in ways that are more personal. And I think podcasting and just the, the whole audio component is just such a great way to reach people who are not necessarily always watching things, but like to be doing things or multitasking and they'll just plug in, you know, their headphones or plug in their, um, what are those called, those pods and, you know, listen in. Or for like example, for me, when I'm commuting or going somewhere, I'm always plugged into some podcast. So this is a really good one for you to get in and, and learn about that. We also tap into monetizing podcasts. Um, we talk about the female listener and how we can tap into that opportunity of the listener, of the female listener, and maybe how to seek out advertisers who want to be in that market. We also have a Q&A at the end that you will definitely want to get into because the ladies who were, or the men or the community who was there at this event had some really great questions and other women podcasters jumped in with some great, great ideas as well. And so it's just a really beautiful episode to learn, to get information. You know, for me, um, the reason why I created this podcast was because for me, it's so important that I enhance your life in one way or another. I give you an idea for doing something that you probably haven't thought about before. If I mention something or I share something that helps you, I feel like the purpose for this podcast has been achieved. You know, for me as a teacher, as a, love, a lifelong learner, I think, you know, ways that we can learn and maybe, um, I guess, get to the next level, give you that kick in the ass to get to the next place. I think for me, I've done that in this um, season. Season, this season, by the way, guys, has been really full of some really, really great talks. If you haven't jumped in on this yet, you have got to really get into it. I have, um, we have a Father's Day, we have a an episode with my doctor, Dr. Singh, who is, she's like super amazing, she's lovely, and has a, a very interesting um, uh, practice where she does a membership, and it's direct primary care, and let me tell you, when I need to go to her and I need her for something, she's definitely there and ready to go. We talk about networking and how women have a different... Um, women in, in prim, primarily male-dominated places. We have a conversation with our sponsor, Guillermo Leal, from Cycle Bar West U. We have Travel Trends for 2022. There's just so many things. We talk about, you know, eco-fashion, which is a big, big thing for me. I love sustainable fashion. I find that with the way that we're seeing the world and the way we see things now, it's just got to change in terms of how we take care of our planet. And I think wasting clothing and, and consuming too much is also like a detriment. So if you've listened to those episodes and you like them, I encourage you to share them. This episode is, is, is chock full of good, good stuff. Again, we are thankful for sponsors Pod Houston. Follow them at Pod Houston. Follow Sesh Coworking and follow Ozio Media. You will be more than um, fulfilled with all the good, good stuff that they're sharing. These are people that are not afraid to share what they know. Like me, we want to share it. Why? Because we always feel like the more people know, the better things are for all of us as a community. So connecting, supporting you guys, especially through any journey. And if I can support you through your podcast journey, which is what this episode is about, I am excited about that. Let me know, send me a DM, 
advised by Alicia. I want to know how these episodes affect you, how you want more, if you want more information. I also want to point out that uh, if anybody has any questions, you know, about podcasting, please reach out to me. I'm more than happy to answer them. If one thing is um, is clear is that you, know, you guys know that I'm a teacher and I definitely love to to impart whatever knowledge I have for you all. So thank you so much to the panels. Thank you so much to Daisy, Ashley, and Brittany for being a part of this panel. Guys, I hope you enjoy it. It is a great episode and let's just get into it. is kind of getting a little bit into the women, the badass women in podcasting. What are we thinking? What are we doing? What is in our mind? What's trending? Um, where are we heading as podcasters? You know, because I think a lot of us started in 2020. I believe most of us did. Um, Brittany, you as well, right? August? It was um, 2019. 2019. So 2019. So I think it was kind of a pivotal time for, for a lot of us. Um, so as we go along and we talk a little bit about podcasting and where we're heading and where we're going, I want to talk a little bit about like a current um, trend and then a future trend that you see for women in podcasting. And I guess we will start with uh, Daisy. Both current. Yeah, just give us a current and your and your future. What do you see a, a current trend? Um, I mean, obviously women-based. Uh, the biggest trend that I'm noticing is just how vulnerable women are with sharing their story to create a platform for other women to be able to follow that journey. Um, I think because of Instagram, it's always been a very picturesque, perfect kind of platform. With podcasting, you're able to like have these deeper conversations bring on different individuals that have different um, you know views on things and be able to share all of those different aspects to you know showcase that you can have two different views on things but still be in a good place and i that's where i see it going right now like i just feel like it's becoming a community to be able to share all mm -hmm. of the life that we're living currently okay and then future future trend it's a good question here Trying to think future trend here. We can come back to that future trend if you think of something. Ashley, what do you think? Current trend? Yeah, so um, kind, of, kind of piggybacking off the, the transparency, you know, that, that was my biggest motivator. You know, I come from a very conservative background, so me speaking up as a woman is, you know, it's not frowned upon, but it, you know, it's like, okay, so. Um, <laughs> It really gave me an outlet and, and comfortability to, you know, speak without a face, essentially, and um, be able to share, you know, transparently and, and vulnerability. So I think that's a huge trend that's happening right now. It's just, you know, being able to just let it all out and share share whatever you have, and, and also the the perfectionist kind of how you talked about. Yeah. Um, I started my podcast. In my garage, in my car, with my phone, and they published. <laughs> and I never listened to my first episode again. But um, yeah, no. it, was, it was like, why am I waiting for like a custom-made studio with soundproof walls and a $200 mic to say what I need with the voice and phone? So that was that's a huge trend now. I love listening to podcasts where I hear the car in the background. <laughs> or I hear that they're walking down, down, you know, they're doing their morning jog and they're talking to you. That's so personal and it's just real. And so that's, I feel like that's a current kind of and future thing that's, mm -hmm. that's happening right now. Yeah, very cool. Brittany? So, okay, so mine is, I'll show you all, I get hot easily, so I don't mind being So mine is not, it's not really that deep, but it's something that I really like that I see podcast hosts do and I try to do on my show is the environment that you create for the guests and like it being casual and chill and it not being so, or podcasting, and we have to be super busy. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, some of the big podcasts that I'll see, like I'll watch the video for, on Spotify for or something, like they might be in sneakers and sweats or they might have to take their shoes off and their guests and be on right. the couch together, you know, like on my show, <clears throat> Like, you can speak how you want. Like, we're going to go ahead and write every episode explicit because you can just talk how you want. And that's my choice. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's just like, I love how people are kind of like welcoming and guests to just 
relax and chill and just have a casual conversation. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things. So I think hopefully it just keeps up. Yeah, so it's like a current and a, and a future trend. Yeah. Yeah, it's something that can be applied for both, and you know? Yeah, I think I think for myself, like one of the trends that I see more is like how we can share personal stories um, and then sharing like the challenges that we face in life, not just the successes, because I think a lot of people see the success a lot, on, especially on social media, and people see, oh, couple goals, or see like, oh, I want that life, I want that travel life, or whatever you're doing. But I think it's important to share like the background too, a little bit of that. And like for me and for my wellness journey, it's like sharing a little bit of how I've encountered um, um, you know, getting sick and not realizing that I was sick, but because you know I put myself as a as a second or as a third person, taking care of parents, that kind of thing. Um, for me, it's a trend that, like, for me, I want to share more of what what my journey is and my personal journey, especially for wellness and getting better and just getting healthier. You know, so so definitely sharing personal stories is one of those things that I think is important. And for the future, I really find like podcasters can be influencers and advocates. For, for change and for things that we want to see. I think that we consider like a lot of social media influencers in terms of like, um, you know, what they're selling, but you don't necessarily have to be selling a product. You could be selling some sort of um, idea or change or principle or something that you really believe in and really become an advocate for it. Um, for me as an advocate, as a, as a woman as 47, you know, health for me is super important. So I'm definitely always encouraging women to check themselves, to go to the doctor, to do a lot of self-care. And I don't mean self-care like going to get like a facial or a massage. It's about really checking in with somebody and like checking in on your mental health and checking in on yourself and checking your blood pressure and your hormones, that kind of thing. So um, that's a future trend that I think I see more of, of coming up. Um, maybe not so much thinking as influencers, just, you know, you know, product hawking, but more of like um, advocates for for bigger principles and bigger bigger ideas. Okay, so next question for y'all. Um, so what are some lessons that you have learned as a podcaster in the years that you've been doing it? Or the time that you've been doing it? Yes, Daisy, you're going first. You're right here. <laughs> no, you're right here. <laughs> Sorry, the, repeat the question. What are the lessons you've learned as a podcaster? Uh, let's see. I've learned quite a bit of lessons, actually. Um, I guess with my podcast, I talk about life and everything that encompasses it as a millennial Latina myself. Um, and as someone that is not married or has kids, I have a whole different perspective than what, you know, other women have. And I think that's what's beautiful about just pod uh, women's podcasting community. But one of the biggest <clears throat> lessons I learned is how to, I'm a recovering people pleaser, as I call it. <laughs> that perfectionist, but I've learned how to allow myself to take breaks. And when I take a break, I'm giving more of myself on my podcast to my audience, that sort of thing, um, because I was horrible about that. I just kept going, 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 and I've learned to just like step back a little bit and take a breather. And even through like the women and men that I've interviewed, they've helped me learn that, and they give me their tips about life. So that's one of the biggest things that I've learned as far as like lessons, lessons. in my podcast. Mm -hmm. And another lesson is just enjoying the ride. And like y'all said, it doesn't have to be perfect. You just start. Just start. That's what I keep telling people. I was like, I know that you want to have the perfect logo and this or that, but finding a mentor or somebody that's already been doing it and just starting and taking those few steps honestly will make the biggest difference in your life. That's just one of the biggest things that I've learned through podcasting. Awesome, yeah, you know, taking on mentors. Ashley? Yes, um, lessons learned. Um, I guess the first one would be don't don't be afraid to, to pivot and change, you know. Um, I probably changed the name of my podcast several times. <laughs> but uh, I, I think we, we, we can get boxed in sometimes because, you know, maybe your dream when you first started the podcast is like this big, you know. And then you're like, wow, you know, I'm connecting with people, I'm doing all these things, and so many new ideas surface, and and now you have a broader spectrum where you want to talk about something different, or you just totally want to re revamp. Do it. Like, dive in, take it on, 
and, and just allow yourself to, to go with the flow and, and expand yourself. So that, that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned is don't, don't get bogged down on any specific topic or, or where you start, you know, like I say, it's all about how you finish. Right. Very cool. That's good. That's really good advice. Brittany? Um, so my biggest lesson, honestly, has been I've learned to shut the hell up and listen to people. <laughs> because <laughs> because we're, I mean, we're talkers and we're podcasters, and that's totally cool. But it's actually been a really cool life lesson, too. Yeah. Because when you conduct an interview, as most of you know, like you need to talk, and a lot of people came to the show because of you. Like yes. And you have to take lead, and you're in charge, and make guess what? So you have to speak, but you also have to learn when to just zip it. And that's just been this skill, right? And it's not easy to do. You, we all heard podcasts where the, the host might mm -hmm. interrupt, and then that skill just leads into life, I feel like. So learning how to just listen, and, and then, you know, the, that craft has been a cool thing to develop over time and it helps me in like regular conversation right as well do you take that as feedback for your podcast and then you make modifications did, did i take like, yeah whatever you're listening to do you take it back and then you readjust oh yeah, yeah. okay yeah for sure yeah, and I think that's part of the lessons exactly that I was going to say. It's like listening to the people that are li really listening to my audience because there's a lot of time when um, they really want me to go in on a topic that I'm just not really comfortable with because I'm just very private about certain things. But I get a lot of those, you know, asks like, please go in more on this and please more like, for example, relationship, like they want to know more about relationship advice. And I always feel like I can't do that because I don't think every relationship is the same and I'm not you know, trained. I'm not, you know, that person, but because um, they think or they consider what we do or what we have special, they want to know how they can have that. So that's very hard for me, but I do go in and talk a little bit about it. And I think kind of talking and listening to what they want and kind of honing my skills a little bit on that has been good, but it's difficult for me. It's, there's certain things that I don't want to talk about that are very private for me, but um, finding the way to like bring them out because that's what my listeners want more of is it, that's the hardest thing for me. Just kind of prepping all of that and maybe bringing in more skilled you know, advisors and people into the conversation that can contribute much more than I can. Right. But I feel like a lot of people want to get in very personal. <laughs> like they hear you on the radio and they want to really get to know you very in a personal level. Um, and that's awesome and that's great, but some people take it on a little bit easier and it's a little harder for me. Yeah. So let's go to the next question. So what advice do you have for women podcasters? Just one piece of advice that you can give women podcasters. Daisy, you're right here. You're just one because I know we have a thousand. <laughs> just one. one piece of advice. Um, I would say let the fear go. You know, put it in the rear of your mirror. It's still going to be there. Um, but you kind of have to give yourself a pep talk and just do it. Doesn't matter what, just go for it. Because, again, like we were saying earlier, it's not going to be perfect. But the right audience, when you're true to yourself, when you're true to what you are bringing and what platform you're building, the tribe will come. The people will follow. And I think that's when you're more genuine, that's when you're going to get more of that following and more people. And you're going to be more passionate about it. Because if you aren't, you're too afraid and you're not passionate, you're going to burn out and it's just the lost dream. So just get away with the fear and just do it. I love that. That's really good advice. Not to take Nike's logo, but yeah. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> just do it. Ashley? Uh, I would say um, have fun and, and speak to the one. Speak, speak, to, speak to that one person. And, um, and, and that's advice I, I honestly got from other people was being so specific about who you're talking to. And um, you know that saying, you know, jack of all trades, master of none, you know. It's really the opposite. You really need to be a master of one and, and not try to cast a wide net and say, oh, I have to watch what I say here, this year, or make sure I'm not too much of this or too much of that because there's someone that resonates with every part of you right. know, what you represent. And so, you know, I'm talking to the, the young single mother who's super ambitious about her career. But she's a perfectionist and doesn't know how to do it all. 
but you know, she just trips and falls and gets back up. And so if, if that resonates with anyone, great. But I, I want the one. I don't want the many. I just want the one person to say, hey, yeah, that makes total sense. You know, so specific, narrow your audience. You just, just look for that one person. Very cool. Brittany? Um, so <laughs> mine would be specifically to you if you are going into this podcasting thing seriously and have really, really big hopes and dreams for it and want it to be part of your business and want it to be a big part of your life and make a huge impact and you're hardcore about it, is to be consistent. Release episodes consistently. Don't be wishy-washy. So, and look, if it's a hobby and it's not serious, it's cool, do what you want, right? But like, if this is going to be a, a big thing for you or you're hoping it is, um, that's one of just the biggest things I see with podcasters is that there's not enough consistency in releasing episodes. I mean, it's one thing to be like, we're going to take off a few weeks at the end of the year, fine. But, you know, your listener wants to see you pop up in that feed every week. You know, they, they look forward to that and listen to you for a reason. So um, that's honestly one of the biggest things. If you can do that, if you can truly commit and actually put out an episode, probably weekly is the most common, I would say, for most podcasters, and do that for a long time, if you're going to be miles ahead yeah, of everybody for else, sure. you're going to be one of the last people standing when a lot of people have fallen off. And um, it's a really special thing to be able to truly commit to it and keep going. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like you and I have very much similar tracks because that's kind of the same thing I said. It's like you determine what your voice is going to be. And if your podcast is going to be a hobby or if it's going to be something that you want longevity for, is it something that's going to be an additional platform as a brand for whatever you're doing? If it's for your business, is it for your influencer marketing, whatever you're doing? And like, what are you considering it for? And what are you setting it up for? Because initially you want to set those foundations and you want to set those foundations to be really, really firm because, for example, for me, from the very beginning, I wanted it to be you know, a long-term thing. It wasn't just a hobby, something that I just took on for the pandemic and for fun. I really considered it sort of a, a, a job and a, and a business for me as well. And I thought about it in terms of like, how can I set the foundations for it so that I create something that has longevity, that's not just here for a few months or a few years, but for forever, for a long time. So like for me, it's it's really the, the advice is have a clear voice have a clear sense of where you want it to go. Do you really want it to be something that's um, going to have, you know, standing? Or is it something that's just going to be for now and for fun? And, and that's totally fine. Sure, you can totally do that. But it's as long as you are very clear on that. Um, so many people ask, well, you know, how did you get, you know, this speaker? How did, were you able to get that interview? And it's, and it's because I really take, take it as a very serious, serious business for me. Um, whenever I bring on a speaker, I know it's somebody that, that really resonates with my audience. So having a very clear voice and having a clear vision of what you want your podcast to be, I think it's helpful. And if it's a hobby, that's perfectly fine too. I know a lot of people who do that as well and they, it's successful for them. All right. So what are, have been the benefits of launching your podcast? Uh, meeting a very diverse group of individuals. I, most of mine are women, but I have interviewed a few men here and there. Um, that's probably one, been one of the biggest things, is just meeting and then getting me out of my comfort zone. Like, that's huge for me, is it's like, you have to put on this, like, interview hat, and you're the interviewer, and you also have to make them feel comfortable. And, like, for me, I've always wanted it to sound like it's two friends having coffee, and the other person's just sitting at across the table from us. And that's just what my goal is when I'm having these conversations with um, anybody in that interview. Um, I just want it to be very real, like what you're saying. And you have to make it just very genuine and real to how you're putting it out there. So those have been mine. So great. That's great. Ashley? Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely connection, diversify. Um, that, that's probably the best. And I think that's surprisingly one of the most immediate benefits that I found. Um, it's almost immediately after I person posted my first garage episode, uh, people were like, "Wow, well, that's great!" Was it really? <laughs> you know, but, but people I didn't even know because I, you know, I'm an Instagram for it. So like, it was like, "Wow!" Like immediately, it was like, and it's kind of reassuring for you because it's like, my thoughts make sense. I'm not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that that's also uh, really great. I. 
I got dived into yours. Okay, it's also a fantastic conversation starter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. People love, um, people are really excited that, and, and it's a very, um, it's, it's a blessing for me and it's a skillful ability to be able to speak to your thoughts, you know, and to be able to, to, to put them into words and say them out loud. Um, it's a very powerful thing to do, and, and people find that absolutely fast, more than being a twin mom, which I find So yeah, so I, I love that you can start conversations with it and just connect and, and meet new people. If you're struggling with that in any way, get in your garage tonight. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be there tonight, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ashley. Uh, those are great, I agree with those. The, pe the people and the link is a huge part, but I've, I figure I'll make it a little bit different and speak to you if you're podcasting for business and how it can um, help your business. It's A lot of people assume advertisers, advertisers that that's the way to make it a business thing, but actually most podcasters don't have advertisers and a lot of podcasters are doing it for their business and they just make it like an overall part of the marketing Yes. And what that can do, besides obviously, like you were saying, building relationships with people, because that's really important in business, as you probably know, but also, like, you're, that, it's cool. Like, you're, <laughs> like, an authority in your industry. Right. Because you're on there having a show about it, and it's, it's, um, it's kind of baller status, you know? It really is, and it's, it's just a cool way to gain credibility in your industry, right? So, like, if you're a, I don't know if you're a plumber and you have a show that gives all these free tips, right, about how you can do things in your home with your plumbing. I feel like that's exciting for that business and that's going to build them up and their reputation yes. up and just yes. add to their exposure in general. So that's a really huge benefit of podcasting for anybody. You don't have to have huge advertisers to see that benefit. Yeah, you know? no, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, I think the benefit has been like definitely creating a community um, of like-minded women, of women in sort of my same um, stratosphere. You know, I think for us, um, especially for me with kids that are growing, going into college and also like taking care of parents, that's been sort of a, a niche that I've kind of created because um, a lot of the women in my age group are taking care of parents and taking care of kids. A lot of us are going through transitions in our lives, in our marriages. Some of us are growing closer to our partners and some of us are getting divorced at this point, you know? So there's a lot of that that's going on. Um, but definitely creating that sort of place where the women can come in or they can listen to something that's going to help them and it's going to be a resource for them or a source of inspiration or a source of motivation or some education that they can grasp where I can be of help for them, you know, and not just uh, not just do it for myself, but do it for my community and the women that, that follow me and, and um, listen to me because they're seeking out something that's specific to that community that I belong to. Um, even though I do want to reach the millennials and I'm like, you know, also looking at Gen Xers, millennials and all of them, I just feel like, you know, for me, my community is that woman that, you know, that Gen Xer that's at that point in her life. But honestly, you know, every conversation that I have or that I try to have on my podcast really is geared towards, you know, as, you know, one day you're going to come across that, that, that thought and it's going to help you at some point, right? That's what I'm hoping anyways. Um, so we talked about the benefits of launching. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, how we are monetizing, if we are monetizing on the podcast and if we're not like women, like Ozil mentioned earlier, like they are the growing um, population listening to podcasts. Like it says additional listeners over the last few years have been women and the ad revenue has increased by 2 billion. I think you mentioned it earlier, Ozil, over the last three years, even light podcast listeners, which are like one to three times a month, they're light, light uh, listeners, are roughly the same as all podcast listeners. So there's still a lot of light listeners and, 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 and female podcast listeners have doubled in the last two years. So that's an amazing, amazing. So knowing those stats, knowing those numbers, are you, um, as a podcaster, seeing this as an opportunity to tap into women listeners and seek out sponsorships or advertisers who want to target that market? I mean, I'm fully open to it. It's just been harder to gain that traction. For me, um, it's been more just 
helping like business and helping open up those opportunities and doors. That's what I've utilized it for. Okay. Which is kind of the same. It's kind of like taking one step at yeah. a time. Yeah. So I don't know. Ashley? Yeah, I, I personally don't don't do it for monetization purposes right now. You never know. Um, but right now, like you kind of said, I'm, I'm attaching it to other businesses yeah. that I do and, you know, just 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 talking about other things. I I, ne I don't totally love a lot of ads in a podcast. And if, and if they are, you know, at least make them specific to what, what you're talking about. You know, like you're talking, you're listening to this podcast, all of a sudden you get a plumbing ad. <laughs> yeah. That was the like thirty seconds I lost mm -hmm. in my life. You know? um, so do you do you disconnect from that podcast because of that? I do. I yeah. If, 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 no, it's good feedback to have for sure. Yeah. Yeah. If, so if you it's disconnect. Not frequent, you know. I mean, obviously you have to do what you have to do. I I, I want podcasts that I like to stay alive. You know. Mm -hmm. Give and do what they can, but as as specific as you can be to to what you stand for. Mm -hmm. You know. It, like true to the values that you stand for. Right. Yeah. Right. That that's more valuable to me than, than money. That correlates with your brand, your <laughs> brand image and your brand vision as well. Brittany? So something cool that we've done on my show that I know other people have done and we're doing with our clients too is to advertise your own thing, but officially. So it's not just I'm chatting and I'm gonna make sure I mention my business and things like that. We I actually recorded an ad for a membership that I run and I <clears throat> treated it as if my membership hired me. And that's something that you might consider doing because it's easy to do. You can record your own ad and like 60 seconds or less. Yeah. And tuck it right in the middle of the show. Mm -hmm. And it's your own voice and it's not some random plumbing commercial from some other voice. <laughs> and it's relevant because the, your listener probably knows about you and your business in, in a little bit and it makes sense. And you are, but by, but by recording it as an ad, you're treating it professionally, like, you know what I mean? And so, yeah. when you're getting for, you know, to join or whatever, I really like that, um, you know, in, in addition to, of course, if you had an advertiser that actually, like you were saying, was relevant right. to the show. Yeah, and I think it's probably one of those things, and Ozio, you know, I think maybe you can talk a little bit more about it as we go along. It's one of those things that's kind of tricky as we seek sponsorships, as we seek people to support our podcast, because honestly, it's not um, it's not self-sustaining unless you have somebody kind of supporting it as you go along. Um, it does take work, especially if you have a producer, if you have somebody working your social media, if you have a videographer coming in doing the videos for you, or you have somebody doing photography for your socials, uh, promotion, marketing, some people hire PR people. So I definitely think it's something that it's worth considering, especially if you're really thinking about it in a very serious way. And there are yeah. other ways too, like hosting events, you know, donations, you know, there are other ways to monetize outside of ads you know, for your podcast. You can, yeah. There's a million ways to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think as, as uh, Brittany does that for sure, like in your social media group, and, and also you have an event, you had an event recently, so that was another way for you to kind of like right. do a little tangent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. An affiliate stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. So if you get an affiliate for something that makes sense to your brand, and you get paid a little bit each time somebody actually uses your work, that's a simple way. To Absolutely. Do very good. And if anybody wants to know a little bit more about us, please follow us on our socials. We're all on Instagram and we're all um, excited to join in with you guys. Does anybody have any questions for anyone or want to know a little bit more about something? Um, I'm, I think I we're open. Yes. Do you have for your Texas uh, women podcast? Yes. Do you have like a, a website for that or? Not a website. It's just an Instagram account right now. Okay, what is it? I'm going to call you. It's TX Podcaster Gals. Okay. G A L S. Very Texas Gals. <laughs> That's what we thought. Very Texas. Southern. Do we have any more questions? You can follow us, seek us. Uh, yes. Like, how do you find, like, inspiration? Like, you say you quote, like, weekly, and so how do you know what you're going to talk about next week or, like, consistent, um, consistent, like, content? Content, yeah. Just, do you want to... Uh, for me, I, 
So like right now I'm kind of in a break. I always take a month break in between because I, this is not my full-time job. I have another full-time job. And, um, I actually will sit down and start writing down ideas. And then I'll go, I'll have themes or whatever each month and kind of interview people in that sense. Or if I do find somebody, I'll literally go on Instagram and start looking at other people's pages just to see what inspires me. And then that's kind of what I will kind of lean towards and I'll just start reaching out to people and scheduling the interviews that way. Yeah, I think it's a lot of like note taking and topics and like really going in like one day just doing like a brainstorm of the things that you really care about. Because, you know, the more you care about the subject, the more passionate you are about it, the more people are going to get into it. The more they're going to love what you're talking about because you're interested in it and you, you show that interest. So, yeah, so just sit down one day and just brainstorm all the topics that come to your head. Maybe get with a friend that you really trust and you guys have a good report. Just go back and forth. I was going to ask about the advertisements, um, specifically, actually, you said you may disconnect from things like that. So online, I do have advertisements, but they are specific to my broadcast. Um, <laughs> season one was with a co-host, and we would naturally say it. I forget what the word is, but we would just, you know, at a certain point in the episode, we would be like, oh, yeah, and don't forget about this. And we would do the ad naturally. It was different every episode. Season two is actually me and myself and co-host, and I've now pre-recorded them, but they sound natural. I mean, the same listener's going to hear them every time, but like, it's not like reading from an ad. <laughs> so I just wanted to know, like, I've never received feedback from ads, whether season one or two, but I don't know, like, are there ad versions that you guys prefer? Like, I like how you, especially Brittany, you said, like, you know, you make your own business as a as an ad, as an ad. Mm -hmm. like that, but I don't know. Yeah, I am trying to monetize my podcast, and so how do I keep someone who's like turned off by that? Or yeah, great question. The influencers, how do I keep you? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, well, on the flip side, what if you did it? Right. And there were like seven billion other people in the world that <laughs> you did it. Or not that Sorry, right. not you. Sure. But, but also, like like you said, it's all in your approach. You know, I, I have a sales job that I do. Right. And when I'm talking about things, about us, I'm not necessarily speaking to, hi, go purchase these leggings for $190. You know, yeah. I'm like, hey, guys, these look badass on me today. Right. So there are some you know. that kind of like attract you to it, some styles that you or Or it's just like, like, I love when it's like, oh, I just listened to an ad. Like after the fact, oh, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, wow, that was like that was kind of surprising because I I didn't I couldn't tell like you said it was natural, you right. know. For me, I'm I'm very much I love like playful, right? Like very, you know, just like very like hey, easy banter. You should you should go to the container store today, girl. <laughs> you know, you just like you know, but just like I can feel your personality. I can feel like you're just trying to have fun with it. And then that's less of like, please go to the container store. Right. And you get 10% off. <laughs> yes. Hey, do you ever listen to Skinny um, Confidential? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lauren is the best deliverer of ads yes. in all of it. No offense to anybody else delivers ads, but she's yeah. the queen of delivering ads. Yeah. And you know, like, because if, well, if you don't like her, I guess you don't want to listen to her ads. But, if you do, I mean, she's good. Yeah, she's right. great. She yeah. does. So because you listen, and she like really has yeah. the product, and she's talking about the details and how whenever I put on this lip balm, and it's just like the right temperature, and it's so smooth, and it's not chalky. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's so detailed, and you can just tell that she's actually trying the product. Yes. Some random crap that. Yeah. You know, yeah. to me, like, she's the perfect example. Okay. She's the perfect example because as long as we love what we're sharing and, we're, and our ads are, are, are a part of our life and something that we're actually in love. Like, my cycle bar um, sponsors here, for example, and I'm a cycle bar person. Like, I'm there all the time. So, for me, it was so natural for me just to ask Guillermo, who's here, like, hey, will you sponsor in my podcast? Because I love you guys and I would love for other people to know who you are, especially because it also goes back to my wellness journey because I have hypertension. And so my doctor was like, do tons of cardio. It'll help you. It'll help you. It, it all relates to that. So people know that about me. Yes. How much are you charging? So it just depends. It has like, I have different levels. Um, $100 on 
It's it's between two fifty and five hundred right now. It's enough to cover production. Enough to cover production exactly. Um, and eventually, as my numbers go up and downloads, you know, I'll reconsider where I go with that. But honestly, um, I'm very loyal to the people that got started with me from the very beginning. So that's kind of who I am as a person. But definitely, like, gauge where you are and what you want to do. And then also, like, what is your expenses and what is it going to cover? And what do you want it to cover for you? I want to interject something yeah. real quick. I would just say the bigger your podcast gets, the more you're, the more of an audience you have, I think the more people expect that there's going to be advertising because any really big podcast is doing it. So starting ads even before your show is really big, it prepares your audience for ads. And so Good point. if you don't like it, yes. um, you kind of expect, you know, that you're going to hear it on, on, a, on a larger show. So. Very good point. Thank you so much for that. Yep. Yes. And also the value of your content. Like if, you are, if your content has amazing value, I don't care if there's ads there. We watch shows all the time that has have nothing to do with the show. The show, yeah. And we love the value of the show. We will sit through the ad. Right. So don't overthink it. Yes, sometimes it's annoying, but if your show is interesting, yes. I love it, it's amazing, I'm going to do it. Thank you. Yeah, it's just something I've been self-conscious of being a consumer of influencer mm-hmm. content creation. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, that's so unnatural. You don't use that. Yeah. You do not shop there. You know? <laughs> Yeah. Someone else shops around you their code, right? Like, I want to support that person. So that's, I mean, I, I was curious because I'm similar to you. Like, I would be annoyed if it had nothing to of do with it. Of course, yeah. But it's, now that I'm doing it, I'm like, but, <laughs> but also, part of it is just becoming comfortable in knowing your worth. In knowing who, who you are and your worth and knowing that, you know, you're providing value and you're going to give something back. Right. Yeah. And you can hear that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. It's great. It's a great question. Any more questions? Oh, we have somebody back there, Angelica. Sometimes the models do a lot of interviews. And we're in the middle of the interview, and sometimes we do pre interviews, right? Sometimes the conversation doesn't go where you want it to go. It doesn't go. And it just, you thought you were going to have a 40 minute episode, and you're like, that down to 15 minutes, and you're like, what do I do? Do you all have like, any like, questions in your back pocket that you ask? Yeah. Who wants to take that one? That's a like, great combo. If it's, not, it's, 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 it's not if it's not going as planned. If it's not going as planned. So I, I never tell an interviewer, like, hey, like, I'm, I, this is not going well. Like, I'm already in the middle. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So, like, you, what, I, what I found was I have questions, but I'm, I'm running out of questions, interesting questions. Do you all have questions and where do you find them? Or do you have, like, what is there a trick? Um, I, do you, well, okay, you want me to go? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am so, yes. What you learn about the person ahead of time is obviously helpful in that, in like working in their personal life too, I don't know what your subject matter is, but like, you know, so that's kind of fun to break the ice if you feel like maybe a the conversation there's a lull in it. If you bring up their dog or, you know, whatever the thing is, I've had to do that before where I could tell the person maybe was nervous or something. Maybe it wasn't um, so bad that they weren't comfortable. So if you kind of talk about their comfort zone, that can help. Um, but I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I, I like what you said about that too. But And also, like, um, how you mentioned earlier, uh, shutting the hell up. And <laughs> Like you can you can pull things from what they're saying. So like you said something about breaking the ice. Yeah. So I would say, oh well, tell me more about how you break the ice. Right. You know, like yeah. just taking little pieces, and that's how you confirm that you you're understanding what someone's saying. Because you might be thinking that this one way, and they're going totally left, and then you open up a whole new portal. You know. So yes. I would just yeah. you know take that advice of you know really taking the time to listen and grab pieces of what they're saying as they go to, to expand on little comments. Daisy, did you want to add to that? 
they kind of said what I was going to say already. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I also always ask ahead of time in my before I interview them if there's anything specific they want to speak about as far as their life, their business, whatever. So that way, I kind of have a preset like set of questions. Sometimes I don't get to ask all of them because we've gone way way over time. Um, so I'll have my preset questions, and then like I said, listening. Just listening because a lot of times. If, Pretend like you are having a conversation with your best friend or whomever, and you're actively listening because a lot of times then a conversation will spark from something they said. Yeah. And then you go off on another tangent. Yeah. And that's why you do need to have kind of a guide. For me, a guideline. I've had to have a guideline of where I, what direction I want my podcast or interview to go because I'm a talkative person and I can go off on five other different topics, but we always have to kind of keep the, that episode to that person. Did we answer your question, Angelica? Yeah. Can I add something? Yes. I would say if you prep and guess ahead of time, yeah. so let them know. But the more what's coming, do, like read a book, uh, you know, get on their social learn, media. Learn their bio really well. Them that way. And then like every podcast episode I do, I spend five minutes at the front of the interview. Like I know the subject. I know where yes. it's going to go. And I just say, hey, this is the direction that we're going to go. So then they're comfortable with it. And then having those questions, they mm -hmm. like, who, what, where, when, how, why? You know, like a reporter would. Like, well, who influenced you to do that? Or why did that make such a big difference in your life? So I love what you said about, um, you know, just tapping on to just listening. To some, and yeah. Think about to something they said. Why, like, how could you say, who, you know, influenced you to do that? Or right. yeah. so follow-up questions. Also, some conversations can just yeah, it's like really bad. Like, you know, like, you're not a long talker, are you? We're just gonna thank you for being on the show. Yeah, and being okay, and being okay with that. Yeah. But I do want to add uh, something I've done. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Something I've also done is I I'll record something, you know, based on the conversation we had on my own personal experience or my own opinion, and I'll give my two cents about it, and that adds ten, you know, yeah. fifteen minutes, like. How, like, I know a lot of times we're afraid to, like, speak solo on our own podcast, but don't be. Like, a lot of people value, like, those, you know, you know. Maybe share a personal story that relates to that, yeah. a personal experience, an anecdote that relates to that conversation. Or acknowledge something that's going on in the world currently, and you want to make sure that you voice it to your followers. Because life's always constantly going, and what, the outside influences are always there, but you also want to be yeah. relevant to what's going on or at least that's for me, I like to stay relevant on what's going on so that it helps us create conversations. Look at a show topic, Or give your own, like I have life lessons and then I'll throw in my own, you know, two cents and then I'll just edit it myself and just smash it together to where it just it sounds yeah. like it's a fluid. But if the conversation, like Brittany said, is only 20 minutes, be okay with that? And then tap into what Daisy said. Go in and maybe add an anecdote, maybe add a story that kind of goes into that. Yeah. I think we all have those moments where we're like, they're like dragging. Yeah. We've all been there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do we have any more questions? I don't know when you're ready for us to. Yes. Laura, did you have a question? Okay. Yes. Oh, go ahead. How do you find influencers to promote your show? Oh, gosh, I don't have influencers that promote my um, show yet. Mine, I've just interviewed them. And I. Oh, we asked the guests to do, yeah, to do promotion for us, too. Yeah. What do you say? What do you ask them to do specifically? Other than, hey, share with your family and friends. No, for sure. We, I, am very specific. I'm like at least, at least share it with at least five to ten people. Five at least, minimum five people. The other thing I do tell them, and I, and one of my sponsors is here, and he's gonna hear it. But I always tell them like you're so close to the biggest downloads. Like you're gonna, your downloads are like really there. You're almost there. You gotta keep sharing. You gotta keep sharing. So they'll do that. Like they're like, oh, I shared it again. I shared it again. Yeah. And so I give them the link. I give them um, the graphic. They can reshare the graphic on social, so we can definitely do that. Um, create things that they can share yeah. that are shareable, and then also some of my guests, because I know some of the ladies that come on, I know that they have big flat platforms. They do live shows or they do interviews with me, so I'll know that there's going to be like cross promotion. That's a good tip because I forget to go back. Yes. And say, hey, 
Yes. <laughs> exactly. Just tag them. Like, I do episode yeah, rewinds tag. like Anisha mm-hmm. does, or just tag them in your stories and in the post so that way they get that reminder and they share it onto their platform as well. Sometimes you kind of have to do the work for them to get them to like. You got to push, 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 push. Make it as easy on you as possible. Yeah. My show's about social media because that's, that's what I work in. So I'm going to have social media things for guests. We better, right? So we have yeah. great at that. And we have like multiple things that they can post a video clip, an audio, all the stuff that gets emailed to the person. Because if you don't make it easy on somebody, everybody's gonna They're not going to do it. Yeah. If they love being on the show and they, they, they'll forget it, right? Yeah. So if you, like, in like a, so just just a, in a template, template that every, you yeah, anything you can give them to make it easy on them to share, definitely. Great advice. He had a question back here. Oh, yes. Well, I, my question is more do you have any uh, shortcuts or tools that you use to promote your content, like apps or anything like that that you recommend? Um, I don't. Yeah, um, Headliner is a good one. Oh, yeah. Um, that's where you can create audiograms, you know, or this is just the audio movement, wave and the captions and stuff on your show artwork. You can also use something like Subtitle or something else. If I know. Where's my son? My son is here and he's like, Canva is like such for old people. <laughs> he's out he's over there, he's like he's like, Mom, you're doing Canva? What do you guys use? What do you guys use? Young people, what do y'all use? Yeah. <laughs> Premiere Pro and After Effects. I love it because I'm learning a lot from him too because, you know, the other thing that I incorporated this year was video. So something that I do a lot in like promoting and cross-promoting and doing is just doing little video clips. Short video clips is something that I do. And something that Daisy does really well is she uses a lot of reels on her Instagram. And that gets her a lot of um, engagement for sure. And so I think each of us, whatever we feel comfortable with, I'm, I think is what we've, we use the most or going for. But the headliner's great. How long you can make them as, uh, you gotta follow those trends. I mean, you know, more reels can be up to 90 seconds right now. That's as long as they can be on actual reels. Yeah. TikTok is longer. Yeah. But I make mine usually about a minute. Usually I'll take a clip. I use headliner um, and I'll make a clip and then I'll caption it and all that and then I'll use that on other platforms. So I already have a clip and then I'll always put the link to that episode on when I'm sharing it. And are you real? Do you pick a brand or your? Yes, your logo, everything. It's an app, yeah. like Headliner. It's also a website. Is it? Yeah. Headliner dot app. Dot app, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. I was going to ask if any of you do clips that you do YouTube as well in mm-hmm. full, and have you found benefit in that? Is that like for me? Like I should just really concentrate right now on two things. Yeah, I don't know. For me, YouTube is mostly whatever my Podbean sends. And then a, a clip that I'll upload, maybe like a minute clip that my son does for me. Okay, but you put the full video on YouTube? It's the audio, it's not video. Oh, okay. Video wise. No. I've done it before. I don't I haven't um, prioritized it. Yeah, I haven't prioritized it either. I have somebody who, who said, she records it off, but she, she says people tune out. They don't want to watch a podcast. For yeah, I've heard mixed reviews. So she just puts on yeah. the first four minutes and then links it to. That's what I do. I do a clip and then I link it to the podcast. If you were doing like an interview. Yeah. Sorry, say People at home, while they might not be watching the video, they're listening while they're working. Right, mm-hmm. right. Definitely. Well, thank you, everyone, and um, follow us. We are all on social. I'm at uh, Vice by Alicia on Instagram, and life is full of daisies, but it's D E I S S Y. Or daisies, yes, yeah. yes. Ashley, where can they find you? Yes, um, at the Ashley Adams underscore.
or per pocket. And Brittany. That Brittany Carlson spelled here. But if you like Brittany Spears like I do, it's spelled like her. Perfect. Thank you, ladies. Thank you so much. It's amazing.